0: What is up, everybody? Yet another episode of Rid for Dirt coming to you from Overland Expo West here in Flagstaff, Arizona, at the Fort Tutt Hill Campsite. Um, it's an uh, it's an amazing show, and we're doing something really unique uh, this time around. Where Frank's not with me, you, you guys are usually used to Frank and I switching off intros, but um, it's going to be at me all weekend. Uh, Frank is actually out adventuring in uh, Utah, I think. With uh, I think it's with some of the Rebel guys. So. Um, I hope he's having a great time, I know I am. I'm actually here today uh, with a couple members of Summit 4x4, located here in Arizona. Uh, let me uh, let me introduce our owner, Jesse. How you doing? Want to go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, right on. So I'm Jesse, I'm the owner of Summit 4x4 Company. We're located in Prescott. Uh, we've got a uh, 2,000 square foot showroom, about a 10,000 square foot shop, and- uh, Insane. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, saw your, I saw a walkthrough video on your uh, Instagram channel. That was legit. I was like, damn, that place is so together. looks so good. The showroom looks amazing. I mean, people coming in there, I think really will get an awesome experience. Like uh, they'll they'll feel like they're being taken care of.
1: Yeah, and that's the goal, you know what I mean? For sure, we want to be able to have it feel comfortable. You know, we don't want, you walk into a lot of shops and especially dealerships, you know, and they just, there's no welcoming to them. And and so for us, that was really important to be able to do that.
0: Right on. And then we also have, who, who else we got here? Hi, uh, JP. Hey. <laughs> How's
2: it going? So I'm JP. Um, the marketing manager, marketing and brand manager for uh, Summit 4x4. I've been there for, what, like four years, give or take. Wow. That's a long time. Oh, yeah. Right on. Especially like how young the company is. I was, I was there from like
1: not the very beginning, but it was... Close enough? Yeah, close enough.
0: How, uh, how long have you actually been at it?
1: So, you know, as far as Summit, it started back in about 17 and... Um, so it's been a very short run so far, okay. um, but uh, yeah, Pre-pandemic.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Were, were you guys like, were you guys sweating when the pandemic hit and you're like, shit, we just got on our feet. I mean, it probably was the best thing that ever happened to you, but.
1: You know what, in the beginning, I think as, until we really understood a little bit more about COVID, yeah, it was uh, scary for sure. Um, I think the thing was that really concerned us is that there were so many people and so many companies that were being shut down. Right. And we found out that, uh, you know, that we were allowed to be opened. And, uh, you know, we obviously do repairs and maintenance. And, and so that was huge being able to keep the doors open.
0: Nice. You want a beer, by the way? I would love one. Okay. Brought to you by Rove Beer, beer for adventure. I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 the, the day we turned into that podcast, which, I mean, some people may argue we kind of are, but. I like to do it all, good fun. Um, Thank you. We we got a lot of cool support from, from companies and one of them is actually one of my favorite companies now. No offense to my other partners. But the fact that I now have beer supplied in my fridge, at one less cost, is uh, you know, it's a plus. That's good man. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. This is like a nice day drinking session, like just chilling, hanging out, not wanting to get too tossed. 4.2%. Uh, you know, it's you're going to drink this all day and probably be solid. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty good. That's why the cans are so tall. They got to make up <laughs> for it somehow, right?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, so, but, uh, yeah, COVID for us, you know, being considered essential and being able to open was huge. And then seeing a lot of companies close down around us um, definitely was concerning. But our community, man, just, man, wrapped their arms around us as well, supported us. And um, like a lot of people in the industry, we grew.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean. It was uh, at that time, right when it hit, I was still over at Casey Lights, and thanks to them for the chairs, by the way, because that came in clutch. So. Super
1: comfortable. Thanks, guys.
0: Yeah, Always thank very you. thankful. <laughs> um, Alan's, Alan uh, from KC has been a huge supporter of what we do on our podcast, and um, such a great, uh, such a great uh, motivator for me and Frank and what we've been doing with all this. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I totally got lost on the sponsor plug with KC. Why were we talking we're, about COVID? So I was at KC and it hit and we kind of freaked out, but then we went all digital with our marketing. Uh, we started we started really doing a lot of lives with ambassadors and partners and stuff. And what that ultimately turned into was, uh, um, was a whole new way of marketing and keeping the brand alive and keeping the brand center focus. Um, and not a lot of people were doing the lives. Not a lot of people were leveraging it like a like a news platform yeah. and we you know and I, I hate the fact that Instagram got rid of it but there was a time you could do a you could do a live with two people now you could do it with four people which is cool but they got rid of this this little piece where you could actually have picture-in-picture picture as you were doing it with somebody so you could show right images as you were talking nice so we would get like 15 images from the ambassador whoever it was and we'd set them all up we'd crop them properly so they showed up right and then we just you know it was like a nice, really cool video, and if you go back into Casey's Instagram and you look at the their live uh, archive, um, you'll see like we we had there's like 30 of them, uh, nice. books with nice. ambassadors. Um, so it was just uh, during that time for us, it was just a way of relearning how to kind of market without events, yeah, which I was.
1: Th- I think it caused all of us to get creative, right? To really kind of creative, think outside yeah. of the box, and um, I think. You know, a lot of people in the beginning having to stay at home and, again, kind of reconsider how they communicate. Right. So having those lives, having the social media and stuff was huge during that time frame.
2: And also, like, for example, Jesse, like, the the thing that Jesse came up with was he made it around, he made it about the community. Right. It wasn't about Summit. It was we were there to help the community. So we got listed as the EOC emergency repair shop because all the other shops were asked if they were going to close and they, did, they didn't know if they were going to close or not. Right. So and Jesse was like, dude, I'm, I'm not going to close. I'm going to help people. Even, even awesome. if I'm the only one wrenching here doing all changes, doing uh, break jobs. Like, And we started doing like, okay, so once the community showed us uh, that support, uh, Jesse wanted to show some support to the other businesses. So what we did is like for we started like a program with Uh, Gift cards. Okay, so Jesse will actually buy gift cards for local Businesses and for every I don't know X amount of dollars spent with summit You will get like a hundred dollar gift card to a local restaurant or a local mom-and-pop shop
0: community is huge Exactly. Yeah, Yeah doing things that make people realize it's not necessarily a massive benefit to yourself But it's just the right thing to do. That's the difference between I would say good business ethics and bad ones, right? Like doing everything just to make a profit, yeah, you're a good business person, but you lack a soul. Um, Doing things like that, that's really connecting with the people within the community and giving back in in creative ways and you still gotta put food on the table so it's not like you can't make money, but there's a way to make money and everyone can rise or there's a way of making money where only you benefit.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, I mean, God allowed us to prosper through that time where a lot of our friends and family members you know, we're hurting and struggling. And yeah. so like JP said, it was just, it, it just kind of came natural. We, everybody at the shop, not one person fought it. Everybody got behind it. And again, it was something where, you know, I would go to, uh, you know, a local business and I'm like, hey, I want to buy a couple hundred dollar gift cards. And I'm like, oh man, we'll give you 10% off. I'm like, no, I want dollar for dollar, right? right? I want to support you. I want to help you. I'm not looking for a deal. And I think, you know, the, the community part is huge, whether it's in our local community or whether it's in the industry, the off-road community, man, it becomes family.
0: Well, a good example of that was last night. So, you know, for those of you who've never been to Overland Expo West or an event like this, I gotta say it's one of the best vibed events I've ever been to, yeah. flat, flat, out. There is there is very little ego for the most part. Um, you always have a couple of assholes that come through, but mo-
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> anywhere, yeah, anywhere.
0: <laughs> but the overall majority is they're just everyone's like a sponge. Yeah, does that make sense? Like yep. everybody's yep. ready to absorb some kind of knowledge. Some new inspirational thing, experience, or some experience, something. and what I love is you could you could literally thank you, brother Francis over there from Dead Man taking some photos for me. Appreciate it. I'll get you back later. I got to do favors. Um, <laughs> so it's like you'll you'll go to different camps. Like there's a massive camp area. Like I mean, the camp area alone has vehicles that rival vehicles on display here at the event. Yep, unless it's my jeep. <laughs> I put time in that bitch. Um, but no like you go into the campsite and there's these amazing builds and no egos these guys are just doing their thing this is how they live and you could just walk through there and it's like a gallery of just the most awesome parts and accessories and shit um, and then you come into the expo itself and there's awesome community with within the within the companies interacting with the people um, you know everyone's just here to help everyone's here to like talk about stuff and, 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 and open up perspectives and ideas and eyes and inspire uh, the next generation of campers. And which is really what this is, it's camping, it's just really accessible camping. We have we have vehicles that make it accessible to get to places other people have it inaccessible to them. Right? Yep. And uh, a good example of what you were talking about with the community last night over at uh, your campsite, you guys were sharing it with Blair from Center Force, Will from McLeod. Um we had uh Jason Riggs out there, Stacy, a lot of friends of ours within the circle um and a lot of Arizona uh yeah. folks. Um we're all camped out and you guys had the most amazing barbecue going. That steak <laughs> and that chicken that JP like cooked up and like temperature's perfect. The chicken breast was moist and like I know you hate that word moist, right? All you people out there just cringed, but it was and it was delicious. And he, what's that rub? I don't know if you even want to say it on here. Like, you want to keep it to yourself. But that that rub that was on that chicken.
2: Uh, that's just barbecue. Uh, Famous Dave's barbecue. Famous Dave's is yeah.
0: amazing, dude. Yeah, that is my course. new favorite freaking seasoning. I'm going to put it on my cereal.
2: It's <laughs> awesome. I haven't tried that one yet, but... Yeah, let
0: us know how that it sounds, goes. It sounds yeah. like it would be good for anything. <laughs> um, in my milk. Uh, I'm actually lactose intolerant. Um, but, uh, Soy but, milk. Yeah, sorry, milk, my, my <laughs> almond milk. You can milk anything. <laughs> you can milk peanuts. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, I mean, you guys really went all out. There was, again, there wasn't any like, hey, just take a plate. It was like, keep eating. More, more is coming. Like, keep eating. And it's like the taco bar, I, I think there was like at one point there was no tortillas. So I made a plate of just a scoop of everything that was on that table. And it all came together like the most amazing how, like it was. How meant many to be. toppings did we have, like, dude? It was like 30, 35, oh, yeah. 40. yeah, you yeah. had like three different kinds of mushrooms, bro.
2: So it was like <laughs> two six-foot tables of just like lined up bowls toppings and salts.
0: I mean, you guys have never <laughs> experienced this. I'll tell you because I've, I've been. I did. I go to like this amazing like Brazilian uh, steakhouse called uh, uh, Agora okay. out in Irvine. It's really good, great meat. They've got that. They have their whole like salad bar. But I I almost think that this was like this was almost like the Mexican version of a Brazilian barbecue steakhouse. Like anything you want, as much as you want. Like you just you want more mushrooms, you I don't know, it was just you could have whatever. And it was like
2: you want bacon bites on your taco, you get bacon bites. There was like cheddar cheese (laughs)
0: melted. There was like Bro, it was so good.
1: See that's what I love about JP man, that guy loves to cook. Right, I mean, I can tell you there's two things that he wants Summit to get into. Right, One is soft serve ice cream, and the <laughs> other is a taco. Right in the That's waiting, not right? as a business, though. Like <laughs> we, and I have
2: witnesses in the industry, actually from Casey to uh, Jesse promising a soft serve machine for the shop. So
0: here's where I screwed up. Really, <laughs> I didn't realize well, how so much what is, those... what is it with the soft serve? What, like,
2: just, we just, yeah. is that your, is that you your happy been, food? Have you ever been to an off-road shop that has free self-serve for their customers? No. Exactly.
0: Yeah, there it is. (laughs) And have you ever seen somebody sad eating soft serve? Exactly. Right? So like they just drop like 10 Gs with you. That, that's going to kind of cool them off a little, you know? Exactly. It's easy to get a little hot spending some money.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, what I was saying is where I had screwed up that <laughs> before I realized how expensive those things were, right? So, I find one. It was actually a Peter Piper pizza, right? And so, I'm looking up the model. I'm like, this is perfect, kind of small, compacted, fit in the shop. So, I look at it and I look it up, and it was almost like 10 grand. I'm like, I could buy this guy ice creams for the next like four years.
0: <laughs> cheaper than that. every cheaper single than that. day. Yeah, every yeah. single day. But so. it's
1: about their experience, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I agree. I agree. Who knows? Maybe it's we'll, a brand we'll guy, dude. We,
0: we think they're. <laughs> For it, man. Exactly. Like, as brand people, we gotta we gotta think of like what's gonna cause that story to and happen. What's yeah. different, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. It's so if
1: any listeners have a soft serve machine, man, hit us up. Let yeah. Us know. You got to use one? You want to sell it? <laughs> there we go. Somebody's in the exactly. market for it.
0: I don't know. There's probably gonna be a fifty percent markup these days on anything you right, buy. Right. Right. So yep. crazy. I agree. So how have you guys been coping with some of the stock issues, the inventory stuff? As a result of COVID, has your, have your prices also increased with the industry?
1: Yep. Yeah, you know, they, they have to, right? I mean, as, as the manufacturer's prices go up, as everything goes up, uh, you know, we adjust. We, we definitely don't gouge right. by any means, but we just, you know, we, we try to go up as slowly as we need to, to be able to obviously still make a profit as a business. But as far as the, the supply side of thing, I, I think the only good thing is it's affecting everybody. Right. It's not just one shop or two shops. So typically, you know, if, if there was a supply issue with one shop, you just bounce to another shop right. or you'd order it. But online. they're all getting the same parts exactly. from the same factories. Yep. Right? Yep. Exactly. So there's the delay there. It took a while for our customers, you know, to kind of get used to it and realize it wasn't somebody dropping the ball at the shop. It's just industry wide this is what's going on right now. Right. Right. And yeah. it's,
2: it's stuff like that happens in any industry, you know, any at any, any given time. It's what we do about it that makes yeah. it different. You know?
0: how, we, how we deal with the situation.
2: Exactly, how we talk to the customer, how we like all that stuff. Instead of like, you know, we, we try to never like over-promise, you know, and under deliver we try to do the opposite right? Right. of that, so.
0: Yeah, man, I mean, um, it, it really goes back to like, you know, I talk a lot uh, on my own channels about mindset I deal with a lot of adversity with my Jeep shit's breaking all the time <laughs> and it becomes important to just be positive because the people who come at that point to come help you they don't want to deal with you all pissy and upset or sad they want it upbeat as positive as possible to figure out whatever the problem is and fix it and move on right Yeah, exactly and
2: most of them they don't have to be there they don't have to be there and either. they're yes. there helping Dude. you because they Amen. want
0: it yeah exactly exactly and it's like I'm, you know I think what gravitated me towards you JP because me and JP have been talking and you and I have now met Jesse is it just seems like really good people over at uh, at Summit and you know one of our partners is Rebel for, uh, Off-Road and they're great and they take care of us they're actually they sponsor the podcast so I want to put that out there that you know there's no conflict of interest because there's enough meat on the bone for everyone to eat and all ships will rise when we're all united telling similar stories together and taking care of the end user in a in an authentic and uh ethical way right yeah and that's one thing that really resonated with me with you guys is i was on a center force run and one of our guys what part was it that broke
2: uh, it's caliper. The, caliper. It yeah. the
0: caliper broke right well, whose rig was that ritz ritz, ritz. yeah uh, so his caliper breaks and they're fucking like oh shit, we're in the middle of the trail you're pretty far from everywhere at that point and here comes this vehicle pulls up parts come out i think jp you jumped yeah. out was that, weren't you with them?
2: I don't know if I will say I would jump, but you know, I guess you slowly hopped got out hopped of the vehicle, out? you know, like I didn't have at the time, so he couldn't Carefully, he couldn't jump, we yeah. didn't have like a rock slide and <laughs> stuff, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I came out and got to work. And yeah. I thought that was the coolest thing I'd seen. I'm like, it made sense. Um, supporting the community in that way as well. I mean, it's a different mentality. It's a different, um, and it's a it's a different kind of shop. It's a shop that's really ready for whatever comes up. like sounded like no matter what happened on that trail we had your guys as as insurance and i know it's not a service you really provide per se but the fact that you even be willing to do that with some advance notice for a group or something that's that's a cool thing that's there's not a lot of people can offer that and then and then on top of it having the um having the shop and how well put together that shop is you guys are the whole package Thank you, thank
1: you. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate that. I think, it's, like you hit on it, it, is it's it's industry, it's family, it's um, everything that... Uh, it's why we do what we do, right? It's why we're part of this industry, right? It's it's one of those things, like, I'm sure you had a million people offering to help, you know, when something happens on your rig, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's... it's I don't know. I love that part of this industry, man. You do, you become family. Everybody, and that, That's the thing
2: is, you. like, it's with, you know, many companies nowadays, and I, I'm a branding guy, so, mm-hmm. and I still... I've... I have to say this probably on a daily basis, but I still believe like people buy from people. Yeah, the brand is important, but the people behind the brand right. is the main thing, you know, yeah. for a brand, you know, the people behind it and that uh, people to uh, like person to person relationship is probably the most important factor well, in any.
0: Dude, I 100% agree because I I find myself following people more than I follow a company. Um, now, like. You know, you look at something like KC, and it's such a family of individuals all running the same parts. That's kind of I follow. In that case, I follow the group, like I follow the herd, right? Um, but for the most part, it's like you follow people because they stand for something you believe in. Uh, yep. I've I've had opportunities to run products on my vehicle that I won't run because I think the guy who owns it is a douchebag. Yeah. Yep, you know. I agreed. And like you know there was a there was a moment where you know i left KC and there's a lot of emotion tied up because you put two years somewhere and like you know you feel very connected and then losing it you go through all these emotions um but if it wasn't for the fact that alan over at KC has been such a huge supporter i would be running different parts on my jeep right now and i couldn't bring myself to do it and uh and that you know that stuff goes a long way when you have strong emotional
2: connections and we had the discussion at ejs too like you were ready to oh yeah no i got the box
0: i got the box the box shipped yeah in my house right now i was supposed to bring it and give it back to the other company but i uh i got the box i looked at the box i called up alan i said alan can't do this man i don't i don't think i can do this and and he kind of said like i kind of don't want you to do it either i'm like well, I just fucking gave away all the lights that were on my Jeep to my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> He's all, don't worry. We'll talk. We'll figure it out. We'll move on. And, you know, sometimes, like any family, you have falling outs. You fall out, you come back together. It's a family. If it's truly a family, you come back.
2: That's yep. a human yep. relationship right? thing. Like, yeah. it's like, have you lived with your best friend? Yeah, 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 dude, yeah. dude, how many fights do you end up I in? I know. It's like the it's, same it's guaranteed. Thing. Exactly, so...
0: But you know what, what? What's the difference between a business transaction or following a company? Is what happened to me with a wheel company. They fired their brand manager, and suddenly I had no wheels anymore. And I'm like, wait, I've been repping you guys for two and a half years. Like, like showing really good content. Like doing a lot of stuff. Like, dude, we went up Chocolate Thunder in this Jeep in your wheels. Like, what the fuck? Sorry, you got to resend your proposal. We're changing things around. I'm like, but the, there were six wheels supposed to ship. No, we got rid of you know so and so so. You got to start from square one. Yeah. But when you have a relationship with an individual, especially higher up, like Alan is amazing because Alan will have personal relationships with his community and he's a fucking part owner of the entire brand of a brand that's very well regarded. Yeah. That goes to show he's not above what this community is about. It's about the relationships, about, it's about the people. As soon as you get to a place where you're like, oh, well, your relationship was with that one guy and that's it. Like that's fucked. Yeah, well, I
1: think, you know, the biggest thing, too, is as consumers as well, right? I mean, there's a million places we can buy this stuff from. Yeah, a lot of of competition. Yeah, yeah. So what definitely separates you apart is that relationship, right? How you treat that customer, how you take care of them, make them feel like family because they are. You know, they're not just a number. You're not just looking at a pocketbook. You know, you want to continue that relationship. You want them coming back. Because I mean, how many times have you changed this Jeep out between suspension or wheels or tires or accessories? yeah, it's gone through
0: like four proper versions. I mean, four very distinct Jeeps. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's It's never just
1: once and then you're done. New products come out or something breaks and you upgrade. So as consumers too, you know, we want somebody we can trust and go to. You know, we get customers, if we make a recommendation, they don't. Sure, just do it. We trust you guys. Go ahead and take care of it. That's right. You know, so that's what we strive for
2: exactly but they they, they kind of like learn to like trust us you know over the years and they because we we never wanted to be like everybody else's like shop you know like and like it's all about like selling 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 it's like about like the, the benefit of what you're selling you know yeah. like, so customers come for us uh, with problems that sometimes they don't even know they have right. and, and we our job is to give them a solution you
0: know well so if, if you don't wrench on your own shit this stuff's kind of scary yeah. The parts are big, everything's bulky, shit's heavy. And you can
2: die,
1: too. You, you can definitely die.
0: We're <laughs> wrenching on a Jeep, for sure. And, uh, and you know, I think I've definitely helped myself by really, like, into every major, like, from the motor swap to the suspension, getting hands-on, dirty, with people who know more than me. I've learned so much. So that now, like, losing a wheel on the way to Expo, um, 23 miles out, um, I look at it and go, okay, this is going to be an hour and 20-minute job. Like, We'll, we'll be back as soon as the as soon as the bottle jack and the lug nuts come in. I've got the studs. I've got all the tools. We got it handled. And you know, um, for a lot of people, they're not there. They're not. They're not getting down. So they need a shop they can trust because it's not it's not cheap either. So they need a shop they can trust that they that they value the integrity of, and they'll want to come back. Because why why go around when you have the one place that you like? Frank always goes to Rebel. They take care of him. They know his rig. They've done it from the ground up. You know, uh, I'm sure you guys have those customers who yep. constantly come back to you, right Yeah so I absolutely.
1: Care. And I, you know for us. We encourage our customers to get familiar with their rigs, right? Because yeah. some of these guys are, and girls are going, you know, hours away, states away, sure. et cetera. You yeah. get stuck in the middle of nowhere, you got to have some kind of basics. So one thing we do is we offer quarterly training clinics, So rad. right? Teaching people how to be able to operate their Jeeps and what happens in this scenario type thing. And is that good. offered
0: to your customers? Like it do is. you send out an email, hey, guys, we're having one.
1: Yep, we do. We've got Facebook Spician. events. There's no we charge for too. it. Yeah. That's yep. so
0: great. How long do those last normally?
1: Uh, usually between two to four hours, depending on what we're doing. I mean, we did a how to change a tire, right? Yeah. I mean, we had women that were on their backs, underneath the Jeeps, you know, jacking these things up and working on them and changing tires. And, you know, they come and they think, you like, man, I had no idea how to do that, you know, and how to do it safely, which is extremely important, you know?
0: That's bitch. And I have a friend, uh, Jillian, uh, Jillian Rebecca. Yeah, yeah, we, know yep, her. yeah yep. we know her. She, have you guys done work on her uh, Tacoma? Uh don't 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 do we do just have, Jeeps, right? She
2: usually... No, we do actually. Like we everything, uh, right? Yeah, we do. Like yeah. all kinds of Toyota, Tacomas, four wheelers, whatever. Rubbers, we've Subarus. Done. Yeah. We did a DeSoto. The DeSoto. A DeSoto. What is that? Uh, like a, the old car. You know, there was like a '60s DeSoto. Okay. Like on a first-gen Dutch Cummins body. Okay. And with a 12-valve and all Frankenstein together and we still, we work on any 4x4. Because
0: you guys do custom jobs. We do. And yeah. then you guys also do, your run of the mill service. Yep,
1: work. yep, so repairs, maintenance, fabrication, builds. I mean, That's you name it, year. pretty much anything from bumper to bumper.
0: But Jillian, um, she does these women's ones yep. and she takes girls out and I think the bare, basement requirement, they'd like, they have a test, like you have to be able to change a tire minimum Yeah. to go on these trips. Because, you know, the tires are a pain in the ass. Nobody wants to fucking change a tire on the trail, so. You have to know how to do it, so you could do it yourself. And I'm sure, I'm sure they help out each other. But.
2: Yeah, the, actually like they met. Uh, they had like an uh CEO, which is Ladies Night Campout, uh-huh. which is uh, Jillian. Yep. Uh, some of the girls from that uh, that group like wanted to meet at the shop. Cool. Before the one of their campouts in the area. That's pitching. So we we opened the shop on a Saturday, gave them a tour, and had a coffee for everybody. That's and, rad.
0: Yeah. You know, you guys should partner up with her and do a clinic bring these girls in and do a females clinic i mean they've done female welding classes um, and uh yeah that, that could be really cool
1: yeah absolutely so we do we've like jp was saying we've got two different clubs we've got a four by four club and then we've got a four by four like a summit four by four club
0: yep like your yep. own yep. okay
1: so two of we them actually and one of them's a girl's tribe so the women have to drive husbands boyfriends can go but the women have the to women
0: drive. drive all yep. right yep.
1: so yeah and, and lori's our president for that george is the president on our other club, and. Um, I think you know, Lori was
0: at the barbecue last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, Lori was
1: there, and Victor helps out with the club. And we got a lot of people that, you know, are, are part of this community and want to be able to give back. And there's a lot of newcomers, especially during 2020, right? Yeah. I mean, there's so many new people getting yeah. involved yeah, in this so industry, people. and you got to know how to use these rigs. So.
0: They're like, I'm going to go social distance in the mountains.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. yep, exactly.
0: <laughs> um, so, how did you even get started in off road? Like, what, what's your origin story? Because there's got to be a lot of passion to have to deal with the kind of shit that you probably deal with on a daily basis.
1: You know, for me, you know, growing up, I've always been around lifted vehicles. You like know? your
0: your family was? Correct,
1: right. yeah. So, we've you know, Ford Highboys and CJs and, you know, lifted Blazers. square bodies. And, <laughs> um, so I've always had a, a passion for a unique vehicle. I've never wanted to drive something that there's 10 more on the road, sure. you know. So that's always been a passion of mine.
0: Did um, your father wrench on the vehicles, like? Were you guys not building? Not
1: professionally, yeah. no, but I mean, as far as, you know, I mean, we didn't take them to mechanics when yeah. I was growing up. Yeah, like thing, me, so. like,
0: yeah, just the yeah, dude who passionate had all the tools <laughs> yeah, and yeah. wrenched on the weekends. Yeah, yeah. Did he ever get you involved on that? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. So yep. that's probably very, like, formative for you, too, like, just became part of you.
1: Absolutely. Yep.
0: And
2: it's like I, it always, I, like, growing up, like, you don't have the money to take it to a shop, so it's gonna you have to learn how to wrench it, you know?
1: Yeah, and so that that started, you know, obviously a passion for me and then you know um man we had an old lifted cj5 and had cherry bombs on it and they put you know it had a small block 350 in it and you know my older brother that's exhaust right the cherry bombs yeah like the yeah glass super packs. loud yep yeah and so you know i'd get taken to school and that as a kid and Fuck yeah. you know that that kind of i was one of those like we didn't we didn't have a back seat right so i'd kind of huddle in the back so and then we'd get to the the main street to school and i'd pop up and you know sit all tall and cruise up you know he'd rev, rev the engine up and you know, so that was awesome, and, and just the feelings, the, the ability to take some of these custom rigs out as well, and you know, kind of just get lost, yeah. right? Just get out, explore. Um, there's some beautiful terrain in this
0: country that- Oh, so in everybody. Arizona? Yeah. I, I mean, that whole that whole trail, the um, Crown King Trail, that's yeah. a, that's a so, it's so much fun, because it's so scenic, and you go through a lot of like, uh, mining claims too, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I hear some of them are a little questionable, but, like, you go through them, and you see all their equipment, which is really cool to look at and see how modern-day mining happens, right? Right. And then, and then you go, and there's, like, the the world's—or not world's, but Arizona's oldest bar, right? It's that saloon that's in the middle of the Crown King Trail. Which one's that?
2: Uh, the Crown King— uh, Is it
0: called the Crown King Saloon?
2: So I think so. Is it? Yeah, They've got, like, the best
0: cheeseburgers, supposedly, and fudge downstairs. Like yeah,
2: because they. They, they bring their vehicles, actually, to the shop. Oh, really? Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, that's pitching. yeah and it's just i had the best time that's the same trail that you guys came and rescued uh uh brett yeah and uh and yeah it made me really appreciate it and i i actually you know i have a soft spot for williams this whole this whole area in flagstaff i mean it's beautiful it's god's country for sure like the trees are gorgeous the weather you have weather you know i remember two overland expos ago there was like snow (laughs) like it was snow last year was was, yeah (laughs) last year was was like torrential torrential downpour this year is like beautiful sunny skies blue skies we got some very nice clouds today which is awesome because yesterday was just relentless it was so windy and that sun just did not stop, ever.
1: Yeah, no, and you know what the wind, man, we did the uh, the official pose of Overland Expo 2022 was holding on to your, uh, on yeah. to, on. <laughs> your <laughs> awning <laughs> and your, your canopy, That's man. That's so funny. Yeah, yep. All well, so. the T-shirts on the table. and <laughs> Yeah, we found stickers like four or five rows away, you know. Yeah, By now, they, oh, yeah. they're
2: in New Mexico by now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, they're burning up, so. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, yeah. I lost a home in New Mexico. I'm not making light of it. Just, you know. World, the world, the state of the world right now. I didn't right. know that, man. Oh, dude, New Mexico has been like on one of the largest yeah. uh, wildfires. Wow. Yeah. wow. I, I don't know. I don't know where it's at right now, but yeah, there's a lot of weird things going on right now. I just, somebody just spread a rumor, and I don't know, I haven't checked fucking social, but supposedly there's some monkey flu happening in New York that they're shutting down parts of New York over. What? Really? Monkey flu? Yeah, that's the one that's supposed to kill us, I think, at the end. You ever (laughs) see 12 monkeys? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I don't know, So,
2: going back a little bit to, like, your love for this area and stuff. Yeah. When are you going to move over here?
0: I know. I I just had a friend (laughs) buy 40 acres and placed a trailer in the middle of it. Nice. And that's his, you know. Home list. Yeah, Yeah. home and it's like yeah the whole tiny home thing is really taking off and I could see it be really easy to buy 9 10 acres out here and just have a little a little spot out in like the Williams area Prescott Prescott and Prescott and Williams are kind of same similar terrain right? right Prescott's only what 40 miles south or west of Williams
2: Actually you can you can drive from Prescott to Williams off road only Oh really hallway. Oh yeah Oh that sounds right Oh yeah it
0: is We got to think of you know what for Rid for dirt we got to think of some kind of trail that we can do together yep and absolutely and combine forces and you guys could lead it so we get under your insurance
1: and uh <laughs> <laughs> and then uh i'm gonna check your lug L- i'll uh, uh, <laughs> Ali, leave your fucking jeep at home <laughs> we got something for you
0: um no but uh but yeah we should definitely do something and do some something like that where it's like prescott to williams like straight dirt or something Well, right? we
2: did a was a like with uh the center force adventure run seligman yeah we did seligman to back that all
1: off-road we okay. didn't hit a single road and then back
0: now is it is it like scenic like you know
1: it definitely wasn't rock crawling it was yeah, it was definitely far scenic far road. and fire roads mud,
0: and, a lot of mud
1: yeah a lot of mud up
0: there oh fuck that dude yeah I hate hours, it. I mean, and hours and hours your rig. Again, I this crap hate, off your rig. yeah dude you can't hit it with a pressure washer enough no, to get no, that no. shit off, like it just it like I don't know if it multiplies or what. Like I'll spend an hour like the car wash people by my house fucking hate me because I'll be under there like rocks are falling down like boulders like and uh, and it's like clay by the time I'm done. I'm trying to I'm trying to rinse it down the grate, but like it's just too clumpy. Um, There's
2: actually like some uh, car washes that won't allow. That you. won't allow you. Yeah, yep. they're like fuck you, get out of here. <laughs>
0: um, but uh, but yeah, no, I think I think it'd be right if we could find some kind of. Some kind of trail that still, like, Crown King is probably the best trail, like, uh, so far that I've seen.
2: Well, it's, it's pretty scenic. It has a little bit, like, of, uh, it's got some really challenging cool, spots. Uh, yeah, it does. The really cool, uh, obstacles. I were being totally
0: interrupted by somebody very inconsiderate right now.
1: It's my I'm beautiful kidding. wife, Kelly. I'm She's like, I'm gonna <laughs>
0: reach over there and smack you. I know. Look at her. She's about <laughs> <laughs> go
1: fuck <laughs> yourself, <Ollie>. Aldi. <laughs> I heard
0: that. Um, so go ahead. We're talking about the trail.
2: Oh, the trail, and it's 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 scenic, and actually, like we a couple of years ago, we got a power
0: wagon mm-hmm. through the whole trail. Oh, really? Like the it took a lot base. of
2: spotting and a lot of like trial, like you know, like it took.
0: Those are big tires, either, right? Like, uh 33s? well, it had
2: like thirty-three to so yeah, like 33s. between thirty-three. Thirty-three on like, a long wheelbase. It yeah. has lockers, but it's literally like a power wagon made it through the whole trail. Wow. that's right all the way but it's
0: a fun trail there's a lot of challenge and it's not like it's not the Rubicon but it's fucking you you could get some speed you you could challenge yourself you can take a bypass like it's got it's got a lot of things for a lot of people but I would love to see if there's any like these backwood trails that maybe people don't know we don't have to say where they're at but like we go check those out or check out the Grand Canyon because I know a lot of people from at least California even some of them haven't seen it shit I haven't yet I haven't seen I've seen Horseshoe Bend right that's as close as i've got yeah well that's a beautiful area to see right there oh yeah
2: there's a really cool cool area between actually between prescott and williams off-road not a lot of people know about it and i'm gonna say i'm not gonna say where it is Uh uh-huh but it's called mini moab okay and it's literally like it looks like moab out of here in the middle of like a high desert pretty much you know and it's red rock and it has a
0: is it blm land or
2: uh yeah it's open you know but not not a lot of people know and it's not easy to find okay but it's a cool area you can go play rock roll flex stuff and then I there's think different we
0: obstacles should go do that i yeah. think you just said what the thing is going to be. head through there <laughs> head up into
1: williams have lunch back exactly. kc oh, yeah. right yeah make a yeah. day out of it that'd be fun yeah, yeah
0: support some local businesses they've got like great they got a great coffee shop out there in williams and there's oh, that yeah. one italian joint with the pizza that yeah, i love yeah. yep and then the breweries right there too uh fuck, what's it called um what's that brewery right there in williams downtown williams
1: That I don't know, man. You're going to have to take me there.
0: Yeah, we'll have to go. Anyways, well, I don't know, man. JP, you're pretty big into the off-road thing, too. Let's talk about how you started real quick before I kick you guys out of here and I pay the bills.
2: (laughs) So, I I grew up, like, my grandpa was around, like, you know, uh, off-road
0: vehicles and stuff. Okay. Grandpa? So, that was, yeah, my grandpa. Did it rub off on your dad or just your grandpa?
2: No, actually, that was was my mom's. uh, Really? Yeah, my mom's dad. Uh, And my dad, you know, like, he was... He wasn't really into cars, you know. We bought like new cars, take it to dealerships, change, like switch them every three years. Don't customize it, okay. don't anything, you know. So it's. I started like uh, watching back in the day, like uh, Monster Garage. I started following uh, Jesse James. Yeah. Jesse James it's funny. The uh, the Pope Welding. We did actually yeah. we did our, our big family road trip, even with my grandma in it. Uh-huh. Uh We drove all the coast, all the West Coast, from uh, Wash, uh, Vancouver all the way down to San Diego. Oh wow. And I made my dad stop wow. by Long Beach, uh-huh. by the West That's Coast. That's where I grew up. By the West Coast Choppers yeah. shop at 1130 at night, just so I could like spend like 10, 15 minutes looking through the window. That's so cool. Taking photos. Oh, yeah. Like I was like crazy into it. So. You were
0: locked in, huh, at that point? Yeah, at like... that
2: point I would like do customizing vehicles, Fast and the Furious. Sure came out years later you know and it was just kind of like dude i I need to customize it i wanted a 4x4 because uh, i wanted to go camping you know like with my girlfriend and dog and stuff and my dad was like no dude like i'm not buying anything like they're expensive and i'm like well that's what i want you know even a used one a cherokee something you know and he was like no they're not reliable i'm not gonna be wrenching on it it's gonna be like you're gonna get a, like a new <laughs> right. compact car that's reliable with the new you,
0: safety security exactly well yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: so i was like you like you can drive whatever you want as long as you buy it so my like, it's on so i saved my money and i bought uh, my boss at the time had a first gen four runner uh-huh and i was looking for either a cherokee a bronco or something but the removal top part was what got me from the Forerunner. Because I was like, dude, that's just, I'd never seen them before. Like the actual, I, thought, I just thought they were like pickups with a camper show. Right.
0: So, so what did you end up getting? A first gen Forerunner
2: in okay. 1986, which and I still own. Off? I still own to this day.
0: I didn't realize the top came off on those. Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. Like that's the only generation of Forerunners that had it. And that's the one that you were top. in
0: Baja, right? You
1: got a picture yep. of you
2: camping out with it? Yeah. I lived in down in Cabo, San oh, Lucas, nice. for a while. Like I had it down there. I drove the... Are you from down south? Uh, actually, I'm originally from San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. We moved out when I was a baby. Well, no, baby. I was six. Uh, my dad used to work for IBM back in the day. And we got transferred to Mexico City. And then my dad didn't have a good good experience there. Good so time, yeah. he was looking for a way out of Mexico City. And uh, HP came over. And he's like, dude, as long as you move me out of Mexico City, I'll, I'll go. So he went to HP for 17 years. Oh, wow. And then after HP, he went back to IBM. Okay. And he fully retired from IBM. And oh, so, wow. So it's, but we moved, uh, I went to high school in Boise, Idaho.
0: Oh, no shit, oh, from yeah. uh, our boys at Factor 55, or from uh, Boise?
2: Yeah, I went to Bishop Kelly High over yes. there. So, Catholic You've been family. around, <laughs> you've been around a while, <laughs> oh, yeah. huh? And I've moved a lot, but like, you know, after like I turned 18, I started like moving
0: around. So and what stuff. got you in Arizona? Just you wanted to come So
2: I lived in Cabo San Lucas at the time. I had a girlfriend from San Diego. Uh huh. And I tried to, she quit her job to yeah. move down there with me and, uh, or she's to stay down there. And, uh, she, after a year, she couldn't find a job she liked, you know, that she could actually get. And, uh, she was like, we gotta, I gotta move back to the state. So I'm like, "Whoa, well, I have family in San Diego. And she's like, no, we can't afford San Diego. My parents okay. live in Lake Havasu city, Arizona. Okay. So I'm like, I've never heard of it, but I'm willing to check it out. Yeah. As long as there's water, I'm in. Okay. And we. We drove the whole Baja, checked it out, and I was like, "Cool, I'll do it." And we moved there, and I ended up working at uh, LC Engineering, which is a Toyota company. Okay. And uh, well, I became their uh, marketing manager there. And uh, after that, like life brought me to Prescott, and I started like freelancing for Jesse. So are I was you guys?
0: Out. Are you and your girlfriend still together? No. Oh, okay, that's no, interesting. <laughs> your entire life got uprooted on a on a date. And, uh, I've done it a couple of times, like, yeah. and it's
2: funny because a lot of like, even female friends are like, that you give up a lot for women, right. and I'm all like, well, you know, when I'm in a relationship, I'm all the way in, you know, so it's, it's well, always been like that. The right <laughs> woman
0: will eventually give it back, too, so, yeah. yeah. You keep your standard time, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on 15 years right now, and it's work, you know. It's, it's good work, but it's work, and, uh, and it's got to be a balance, not one person can give too much because uh then there's major major battles so
2: exactly, it's a give and take you it's know any take. any human relationship even friendships you know you you can't just take you have to give you know so it's
0: we got to meet your wife briefly how long have you guys been together yeah, since been, 2005 2005. So. Yep. they're high school sweethearts 16 years
1: yeah, so November 18th is our uh, our oh, wedding anniversary. So oh, right off. Yeah, we're high school sweethearts. We have three girls Alyssa, Alexa, and Annalise. Uh 16, 17, and 18.
0: Are they all in off-roading too? They do, yeah, yeah. They were
1: asking, Dad, can we take the Jeep up there? I was like, You don't even have the top and the doors off. And it's an older, it's a 07 JK. And I'm uh-huh. like, You know what? Just leave that thing at home for right now. But, yeah, they love going out in that thing with their friends. And, you know, they've oh, gone out a couple yeah. times, gone mudding, and they bring it back. And, man, it's just caked. And
0: You're like, you are all cleaning this. So,
1: you know what they did? They decided to go through the, the car wash like three <laughs> times. Didn't touch the underneath <laughs> at it do all. Anything, so, I, they right? I go down to the car wash, you know. here's a stack of quarters. Yeah. yeah. Yep, get that thing clean. No, they love being able to go do that, man.
0: Have you have you grown up here your whole, ti- your whole life? So I've
1: been in Arizona uh, my whole life. Moved up to Prescott in 88. Okay. And I've uh, been there pretty much ever since.
0: Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous out here. Man. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I highly recommend anybody, forget Expo, just just come out to, like, Williams, you know, come out to see the Kaibab Forest, like, just, you know, you can go check out Dogtown Lake, which is where we've had summer camp for a couple years. Like, just come out, see it you're going to love it it's going to be a place that maybe you could bring your own families to because um, i know i have yeah, since, yeah. But, yeah and i
1: think too you don't you, to get to uh you know dog town or white horse you don't have to have any crazy off-road rent, no, right no, i mean you see minivans all... back in there mm-hmm. and cars the, and so the on token but, prius right. Right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. rental cars <laughs> yeah yeah the two the two vehicles that can get anywhere in this world you know what they are the prius jeeps and rental cars oh, oh yeah. <laughs> right yeah. yeah so no but it's a beautiful <laughs> area for sure man love yeah, it up here you.
0: Well, Jesse and JP, I really appreciate you guys coming down and doing these little short segments with me. Um, so far, so good. I actually had uh, Tony Ellis on the last one, uh, Adventure Power Solutions. He does solar setups, custom solar setups. Oh, for vehicles. nice. Right on. Yeah, and, uh, and then we're going to get uh, Jillian talking about her new podcast, Citizen Jay. Um, she's got a really badass vehicle that's part of her podcast, which I think me and Frank have to like kind of get on it more. Like, What is it? It's like some crazy-ass military truck. I don't know. Isn't oh. it that
1: Ford, that crew cab, right? That yeah, hardware she green,
0: bought? Yeah, that green thing. The green one. That yeah, thing is like, badass. She's like, the people we're working with on the podcast, we, they gave it to us. And I'm like, I want somebody to get... Yeah, if anybody has some really cool military vehicle, you want to donate for Rick for Dirt, you give me a call. All right? <laughs> 1-800-PRETTY-PLEASE. You dial that number and you get it over. Um, cool. but, uh, but yeah, I appreciate you guys' time. I'm going to... I'm going to have to pay some bills real quick, and then we'll make sure people know where to find you guys and uh, wrap this up. So first off, like I said, Rebel Off-Road has been a partner of us. Um, Great shop out in Laguna Hills. They also have a location out in Texas now. Um, They do bumpers as well now, so they're starting into the fabrication game, which, you know, is just massive growth for them and good, good on them. They're making quality that they can stand by and install and you know it kind of makes sense. You do the work, you might as well sell the part and really just make the I entire nut. Absolutely. Um, but they still support a lot of great brands, a lot of great companies. They're not trying to take over the entire industry so you can respect that. Um, beyond them, Milestar Tires. You guys you guys sell Milestar's, right? We do, absolutely. Yeah, yeah Milestar Tires uh, I've been running their Patagonias. Before the 2s, now I've got the MT2s. They also just came out with their Extreme Train, which is almost like an all-season tire. I, I'm not sure the exact specifics. I don't know if it's got the snowflake on there for snow driving, but um, it's got a really nice aggressive pattern, a much wider uh, uh, midsection, which I think probably make them so much quieter. And then they still have some, li- they, like, it's not big aggressive lugs, but they still have lugs on the side. So from what I've heard, at least in the Moab area, those tires have gripped everything. Love so, it. Awesome. Sticky. Right yeah, it sounds really mm-hmm. good. Um, after them, let's talk about uh, uh, Magnaflow. Magna- do you guys do Magnaflow as well? Absolutely. Yep, right on. Cool. Yep. Rich will be happy to hear that. Uh, Rich got me in with the company a, a while back. Uh, he's just such a knowledgeable dude, so he was a great person to kind of talk about stuff with and we did some fun content, but we got the X Mod Series exhaust on my uh, on my Jeep, and it's it's great when it's working properly. It doesn't work as good when I smash the f- mid-pipe into a rock, so I'm going to have to actually get a slider for that or something I don't know um but uh I've had Magnaflow ever since I started my project uh nice. from the one I installed myself which leaked everywhere to the one that they installed for me which was amazing um they just make really good product <laughs> the coolest thing I ever saw from Magnaflow was so you think about a muffler everyone thinks a muffler will restrict airflow right they look at straight pipe they're like oh well it's a fucking straight pipe straight pipe flows straight through no 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 So they have this like CFM, uh, uh, some cubic feet per minute machine that pushes air. Like a a flow bench. Yeah, it's a flow bench for, for exhaust. And they slap on the straight pipe and it's like just for, I don't know what the number was, but let's just say it was at 500 CFM. And they take it off and the same, it's still running. Nothing has been changed. No buttons. They slap on the muffler. Fucking jumps up to like 650. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's like a golf ball. You know, because a golf ball, the wind resistance is reduced by the divots. Well, the same thing exactly. works on that.
2: Exactly. The same wind coming out, like yeah. it's pushing.
0: Yeah, so it's not fucking yeah. your shit up. And everyone, everyone's like, oh, fucking mufflers. You have a straight pipe. Well, I don't know. There may be an application for that somewhere, somehow. I don't know. But it doesn't seem like a muffler actually hurts you. It just, I guess, doesn't sound as throaty, right?
2: Yeah, because I, I, I work with Magnaflow a lot with uh, LC Engineering. Okay. Like all the exhaust systems for the the Toyotas are... Magna oh, flow. From Magnaflow so at least like they were back in the day when I was you know so
0: we were like private labeled through Magnaflow yeah they
2: were like oh okay. Magnaflow They hold like cat back exhaust or actually like full header like complete exhaust systems they always had a Magnaflow, oh, Magnaflow.
0: Cool. Right on. so yeah so anyways Magnaflow check them out if you guys need an exhaust there's a lot of great exhaust companies out there but Magnaflow has worked really well for me so no no complaints um and finally Innova Electronics have you guys heard about them oh tell me oh dude so, Innova, my buddy John works there. They also. Oh, Innova? Innova, yeah. In- yeah, yeah. Innova right. Electronics. So, they've got these bitchin' tools that are just amazing. Like, uh, they have things like snake cams, uh, which really helped me when I almost busted my brake booster when I was installing my J booster on the Jeep. Uh, you know, if you don't get that shaft standard, you're, you're hitting a brick yeah. on the pedal. So, um, almost ruined it, but then I used my little snake cam, saw that the shaft wasn't aligned, managed to align it, <laughs> and I was good to go. Um, my wife has the same problem with me and then, um, <laughs> and then, you know, they've got, you know, automotive testers galore. They're sold in like AutoZone, and O'Reilly's like, they're just really good tools. And then shops also use them. So they're, they're kind of a company that's a little conflicted because they support the, um, they support the shops who use their tools to mm-hmm. diagnose and whatever they have. They're actually based on OBD2 sensing. I just, the tools I just mentioned are like, and the power check, dude. When you're doing wiring you could send power like uh there's like another competitive mark uh product on the market i don't know if you guys use that but you could connect it to two leads send power and see what like what turns on off of this one box. Right on. it just shoots 12 volts in so really useful things like that and then obd2 so you get a check engine light it'll diagnose actually they have something that'll even tell you the potential solution for it they have a database that rivals any other database yada yada right. yada um I, Go check them out for the details, but the uh, power solutions or repair solutions too, their software will actually give you suggestions of within certain percentage probabilities of what the solve would be for that given code. So at least you may still not do the work yourself, but you may go to a shop like yourself like your shop yeah. or some other shop and at least just be better informed and yep. say, Hey, I think it might be this based off of and then maybe save yourself a couple hundred bucks and chase. Yeah, it instead
2: something. of like just yep. throwing bars yeah. and stuff.
0: So. Yeah. Definitely. So, where can guys come and learn about, I mean, because you guys really service the Arizona area, right?
1: We, you know, the entire North, Southwest, yeah. we, get, we get people from California, Utah, We're not going to talk Mexico. about
0: California. We got rebels. <laughs>
1: <shh, let's laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> no California. No California. Uh, but no, but pretty yeah, much people will bring south, their
0: People yep. will bring their projects to you. Yep. So, you guys do full projects? We do. You're Absolutely.
1: On. We've got yeah. people from Texas, from Colorado,
0: <laughs> a, New Mexico. Rebel also has a location oh, in Texas. Except Texas. No, Texas. no Texas. No Texas, <laughs> no California. No, look, like I said, there's enough meat on that fucking bone. People shouldn't be butthurt, right? Yeah, yeah and, I agree. And you guys sure as fuck has, haven't paid me for anything, so I'm doing this because I like you guys, <laughs> and it's totally without any benefit.
1: But didn't I give you some beer last night? No, actually some, I cooled your uh, beer you, last night. You
0: fed my belly and let's call it even now.
1: All right. <laughs> all right, right on. <laughs> uh,
0: that is my that is my contribution to the potluck, is this podcast episode. Um, I appreciate I thought, you. I brought ten beers to the potluck. <laughs> I'm yeah, like we kept walk-up. those
1: Grove Adventure Beers cold for you, man. That's right.
0: You right. did. Thank you. It's um, good beer. Good beer. All right, so one more time. Sorry, little tangent. Website, social. So yeah, JP. I'll
1: let JP speak. So yeah. JP does our website, our social media. Uh, a guy named Luke Lawler works for us as well. He helps out with that. But JP, tell them how they can get hold of us.
2: So yeah, so our website is uh, obviously like Summit Four by Four Company, all spelled out. dot com. Uh, well,
0: the number four X four. Right? Yeah, number
1: number four. Because
0: people and are now four. typing F O U R B Y. You can't say all spelled out. I know. I know.
1: So S-U-M-M-I-T, the number four, the letter X, the number four, <laughs> company spelled out dot com. I've done that before. That's bro. it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, social media is usually like Summit 4 by 4 Company. Okay. Like on Instagram, Facebook. On Instagram, yep. I think Twitter is the only one that's Summit 4 by 4 Co. Okay. That's the only one. But uh, we have Pinterest. We have LinkedIn. We have...
1: Even TikTok nowadays. And you guys Snapchat. are a little
0: backed up too, like three weeks right now. Yeah, about three
1: weeks out. That's pretty consistent for us. Three We're weeks. trying to get that down. Okay. Uh, but that's yeah, that's about right.
0: Are, yeah. Is it like if the if the job is like super minor, is it something you might squeeze into something? Absolutely. We've yeah. always
1: got time available. If there's breakdowns or right. emergencies, right? Somebody's leaking coolant. You can't schedule them three weeks out. Sure. So we've got the ability to shuffle around and. For a lot of our customers, these aren't primary rigs, right? So if I call you up and go, "Hey, man, can I back you up a day? I need to get this yeah. guy, and he's traveling." Can you Absolutely. drive your Prius
0: for another couple of days? Okay, <laughs> awesome. Well, I mean, I only say it because I have a Fiat Five Hundred E. That's my little like get around town. Yeah, I call it I call it one way ticket. Right, That's the one way <laughs> ticket. <laughs> this one's called no gas mileage. That one's called one one way ticket. Um, anyways, but thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, looking forward to hanging out with you guys at the KC party tonight.
1: Absolutely,
2: yeah, And
0: uh, yeah. I hope everything goes really well
2: for you this weekend. Yeah, and uh, next time you're by the, sh- uh, by the area, you have to stop by the shop.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah, actually, I might be stopping by on Monday because something might break. I might just bring my Jeep to you guys. Okay. Take care. Yeah, of it. That, that's
1: why you were asking if we could
0: squeeze people in, right?
1: right?
0: <laughs> I see how you work, man. I got gotcha. you.
1: I got gotcha. yeah, That no, just totally came together <laughs>
0: randomly. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Cool. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it.